Good morning, everybody. Hope you're well. I'm going to talk about basically how I do first-time home buyers seminars uh, via Zoom and uh, how how they've been successful to to help me get buyers. Um, you know, I've been doing them for I think about two years, three years now, almost, and uh, they're very, very lucrative for me. I've made a lot of money from them. It's a great way for me to get business all the time. And uh, you kind of come in, and the great part is, and I'll explain it. They're all pre-approved, ready to go. So if you're not comfortable on camera, get comfortable on camera. We're going to talk about, you know, YouTube in the next few weeks too. We got a bunch of coaching coming up that I'm super excited for. So for those of you, it's your first time. Again, I am Brad Vanwall. Used to run the number one team at the number one Remax office in the world. Now I have a coaching program. Um, last year we did 1,250 deals. I think this year we're already at 1,500 or something like that. So uh know a little bit about real estate and every tuesday we kind of come by and drop as much knowledge as we can to to help real estate agents out and it doesn't cost anything so oh yeah so for the toronto agents if there's toronto agents on here and if you'd like to come to our toronto event i'm going to be doing a live event it's a two-part series i guess you can call it talking about social media and then pre-construction i'm going to be talking on june 1st um june 1st should be good to go I'm going to talk about how I added $600,000 in GCI to my business, uh, doing live webinars without any experience. So this was a big part of my business staying afloat uh, whenever I was in, you know, whenever COVID hit. So COVID hit, as everybody knows, now the world's opening up again. But I was doing in-person web seminars and before COVID hit and I'd have barely anybody, <clears throat> I had barely anybody that would show up because, well, in Calgary, there's a bunch of snow and it's terrible. But, you know, once I started doing them via Zoom, it's easier. People can just show up like, look, you guys are all across the world and you're showing up here. So I think that's a big, a big part of it is, you know, you're having this and you have a, a, um, a tool that you can have people that can just literally be in their boxers and just come in and do it. So I'm going to be talking about how I added that. <clears throat> Good morning, Lisa. Uh, do you think there's a shift in market happening, Brandon? I absolutely think there's a shift in market happening. How much? I don't know, but interest rates, if they keep going up, inflation goes up, there's definitely, definitely going to become more of a buyer's market. It already is. Uh, I'm not going to talk about me too much today. Highlights from the last 12 months. A lot of you on here have known that I that I sell a bunch of shit. So I'm just going to dive right into it. So first-time homebuyer seminars. So in 2019, I started doing first-time homebuyer seminars. Now, I have lots of no-shows, uh, weather, parking, uh, people changing their minds and not wanting to come. So many different reasons for it. But I did three deals in three months. So it was still worth it, right? Like I was doing them every week. Uh, some of them sucked. So uh, Lisa, I'll be completely honest with you. I am not wearing pants. I swear on my dog, I'm not wearing pants right now. So three deals in three months is not too bad. Uh, then in 2020, um, COVID hit and I had to stop doing in-person seminars. So, you know, when COVID hit, you can't do in-person seminars. And I looked at literally a new way of doing things so i'm like how am i going to do this what is this going to look like um you know it was a big part of my business and i want it to be a big part of my business so i was trying to figure out ways that i could still do first-time homebuyers seminars and then my mortgage broker called me he's like do you want to start doing these via zoom and i didn't know what zoom was at the time i'll be honest i'm like what the hell is zoom he's like ah you go on it's video and everybody's i'm like look bro i'm in lockdown so let's do it so we went ahead and started doing them. So we transitioned to live webinars on Zoom. So we taught the same thing that we did in the in-person seminars. Uh, first attempt of doing it was pretty good. We actually had 15 people that attended and over time we ended up getting two deals from it. 
So I'm like, all right, this isn't bad. So, you know, we made over $10,000 in GCIs, only spending about $1,000 on marketing. And then, you know, for a while, and this is, this is an older slide deck. This is from last year, but the principles are still the same, but currently doing four live webinars a month, generating 250,000. The truth is it's probably closer to 600 or $700,000 now from these first time home buyer seminars over the last couple of years. So again, very, very, very lucrative thing for myself and for my team. So I always keep track of where all my deals come from. So if you notice, it's like this first time home buyer class. So if you even notice here, you know, in this stretch, there's two, four, six, seven, eight, nine, 10, 11 of these deals that were posted here were from the first time home buyer seminar. So it's probably been, it, it's one of the top things I've ever done for my business. Uh, and it's completely scalable if you want. Now, kind of what we do and what we talk about, and again, guys, ask any questions that you have. Um, we host collaborative live online webinars teaching first-time home buyers the home buying process. So I talk about the pros and cons of buying and not there's really any cons, I'll be honest with you. I guess I just talk about the pros of buying. You're just used to saying pros and cons. Um, we target first-time home buyers with Facebook ads and have them registered to the webinar. Uh, we have a follow-up sequence with them for registrations to confirm attendance and they get them excited for the webinar. Now, originally, I only had about 20% show up rate. Um, then we had to improve our processes. Now we have about a 75% show up rate and a 90% retention. So our retention rate's really, really high. I'd like to think that I'm decent on camera after being on Zooms for, holy fuck, thousands of hours. Um, I'd like to think that I'm okay. And if, if you know, if you're not, if you're nervous and if you're not used to it, you know, a lot of people started off that way where they're uncomfortable on camera. It's like anything, you just got to practice. So we'll talk a little bit about that at the end. Hey, Herman, how's it going? Uh, mortgage brokers. So the way I've set it up is that the mortgage broker comes on the live event with me or the webinar with me. Then at the end, they I book it in their calendar and then they get, um, they basically get, <clears throat> sorry guys, my voice has gone from yelling at the hockey game the other day. Uh, and then they basically get pre-approved and they get sent off to me, which is fantastic. So if you look here, you know, we have first time home buyers. So this, this is, if you look at it, this is why this works. Most first, most first time home buyers don't have a realtor. So you'll be top of mind immediately, which is great. Why I do it this way is your mortgage broker gets them pre-approved. So think about it. All the people that are interested, the way that I set it up, my mortgage broker gets them pre-approved and then sends it over to me, which is fantastic. I actually just got one uh, on Saturday from it. The webinar can be watched from any location that you have internet access, which is great. Uh, tenants rates are very high because Zoom is extremely accessible. This is very scalable and extremely cost-effective and you can do multiple events per month. And the truth is any agent can do this. The process is simple to set up and execute. Who is this for? Uh, this webinar is for any agent, to be honest, who wants to grow their business. You can do one seminar a week or seven of them. You can do as many as you want. Uh, my budget's about 500 bucks a week and I get about 50 to 75 people on the webinar at a time. And you could still do this with a $100 budget if you want and still have the potential of closing deals from it. Now, the truth is, since this has happened, uh, Facebook has become more expensive. So I would say now a $500 a week budget might get me, used to get me 50 to 75. It's probably more like 35 to 60. Um, so when it's gotten a little bit more expensive, um, that's the way the world is working right now. 
So five things you need to make this work. You need a mortgage broker. Uh, in my opinion, you always have to have a mortgage broker because truthfully, they take on most of the work, which was what I love. Um, and I'll talk about how I have it set up here in a few minutes. You need a Zoom paid account, uh, preferably with the webinar option. Presentation deck, uh, slideshow presentation that explains the mortgage pre-approval and the buying process. Uh, you'll need an online calendar for appointment, for appointment booking. I use it Calendly. Um, it's fantastic. It works very well for me. You need a CRM management system, uh, basically for follow-up. So I know one of the questions was, is how often do you follow up or what do you do for follow-up? For these is no different. You want to make sure you follow up with them. What I like about them is there's probably, let's say, 60 people that show up to your, uh, or 60 people that register, maybe 30 people show up. And then of that 30 people that show up, probably 30% will book a meeting with you. So between seven and 10 people will book an appointment with you. Um, so that's that's the great part about this. But if you have a great drip campaign, if you have the proper follow-up, you actually can make money from all 60 of those people because all 60 people signed up. Then you had 30 people that showed up to it. Let's say 10 registered with you. That's 20 people that didn't register with you, but that still have interest in buying a home. So the next day I always schedule follow-up and I always follow up with those 20 people that didn't register to find out why. And there's always a gold mine in there. Some people are like, oh, you want to know what? I'm not quite ready. Or, uh, you know, I thought and some people think you have to have 20% down payment. There's all these different things. So make sure that you follow up the next day with everybody that was on your webinar uh, that didn't register with you because there's a gold mine in there too. Uh, and 35 to 60 turns out to how many closings? Tiffany, I said, if you do it properly, you'll probably get one or two. Uh, maybe more. But let's just say the worst case scenario is one or two if you do it properly. Um, there's times where I was doing, you know, two, three of these a week at close deals a week from this when I was doing them more, but um, other priorities have taken over for, for my life. So I don't do them as much as I used to. But yeah, if you can get, if you can get 35 to 60 people on this, basically you'll get, here's the best way to say it is that if you get 50 people on 30% normally book uh, a call with you. So call it 10 to 15. And of that, let's say you have 15 people, one or two will close. So, you know, it's, it's a great way to basically, what I love about it is anybody that's done internet leads, they fucking suck. I hate internet leads. You have like a 1% chance of closing them. You have to call them all the time and keep calling and calling and calling and calling and calling. This is a little bit different because now you're building a rapport with them. They signed up for it. They've heard you talk for an hour. You have a follow-up system. Like all this stuff is great. So basically what this program and I believe does is it's basically a shit filter. What ends up happening is you use up, let's, I'm just making the numbers up. You have a hundred people that registered, 50 show up, 30 book an appointment or 30% book an appointment with you. So 15 book an appointment with you. And then of that one or two buy. What it does is it takes you from calling a hundred people to find these two people. And it does it in an hour and a one hour time slot which is way better. So, and then, but they know you. So the great part is, you know, what a lot of people don't realize is when you do this strategy is those 10, 15 people that book a call with you and the other ones that watched you, when you call them the next day, they know who you are. So it's a completely different style of internet lead because normally when you get an internet lead, you're calling people they're like, I didn't sign up for this, like whatever bullshit. It's like, well, I have your name and number. And it, anyways, all the stuff that you hear from these normal internet leads you don't hear that from this when you do the follow-up because they know who you are. 
So like the next day when I call the people, I'm like, hey, it's Brad Vandewell from the First Time Home Buyer Seminar. I'm just calling, you know, just looking for feedback. What'd you think of last night? Oh, I thought it was great. And you're so extremely handsome and charismatic, like whatever I hear all the time, obviously, being facetious. And then they come in and then I'm talking to them. I'm like, okay, great. What are you thinking of buying this year? And then if they're like, no, you want to know what? We're not buying this year. I don't truthfully follow up with them too much, but I get to the bottom of why they're not buying. It's like, great. What's stopping you from buying the next three to six months? I don't have a down payment. I don't have a job. That person I'm not following up with. Not every lead is a good lead. Don't forget everybody. Okay. Like just because you have a lead doesn't mean you should call them a hundred times. There's just some leads that aren't good and just let them go. Like Frozen says, let it go all day long. So I think that that's a big part of this strategy is they know who you are. So when you're calling them, um, it's an amazing place to be because it's easier to, to have those conversations. So feel free to screenshot this. This is some of the ads we run. So it's like attention, first-time home buyers. Um, you know, we talk about the event and everything coming on. It's learn how to buy a home like the pros, everything you need to do. So my catch that I have is um, $50,000 mistakes that you're going to make being a first-time home buyer. So like if you look at it, it's like thinking of buying a home in Orange County this coming spring, don't make these mistakes that could cost you $50,000. So I, that's how I can meet. So if, imagine if you're a new eight or new um, realtor and you're like, sorry, a new buyer and you're like, oh my God, I'm going to make $50,000 worth of mistakes. I need to go and watch this. So that's the ad that I've run almost. I haven't really changed it in years because it's really, really successful. So this is kind of the funnel. Uh, you have your Facebook ads, you have your landing page, you have your text and email notifications. Then you have your webinar and then you book into a calendar. And this was really key. So I had like texting and email notifications and stuff like that coming in. Uh, Cause what it did is it upped my conversions. So, you know, whenever you have this, if you don't have a system and you're just doing first time home buyers, you're going to fail miserably. Like if you just run ads and then you just say, Hey, come to this, you won't be successful. Um, or I shouldn't say that you won't be as successful because it's the texting and the follow-up that makes this program so successful. If you guys, have, is there any questions you guys have right now? Anything? I'll wait for them to come in and I'll keep going. So yeah, if you guys have any questions, um, just keep asking, ask away. So this is kind of what I present. I present pain points. You know, I call out first-time homebuyer pain points and I provide a solution. Hey, this is what you can do, you know, whenever you're getting a home inspection or whenever you're looking to get a, approval or all the things that they're wondering what they have to do. I kind of go over the pain points of what it's like to be that and then to kind of go from there. Now, two, intro, what you're going to discuss and why are the expert? Now, a lot of people on here might be newer agents and they might not be or feel like they're an expert. The truth is. Lots of people have called themselves experts for less. You know, like if you want to be an expert in first-time home buyers, call yourself an expert in first-time home buyers. There's no accreditation or diploma that you need to be an expert. You can really just call yourself a first-time home buyer expert. Now, I am because 60% of my business for a long time was first-time home buyers, probably for the last 10 years. So I know exactly what, you know, what they need and how that works. So just talk about why you're the expert. Uh, testimonials doesn't hurt. 
If you don't have any testimonials, don't worry about it. Don't put them in. If some people are like, oh my God, I don't have any clients or, you know, I, or, um, you know, I don't have any testimonials. I, I honestly don't have any testimonials in mind, to be honest. My mortgage broker does. I don't have any personal testimonials for myself, but he has some. Uh, four, steps to buying. So I briefly discussed the steps to buying home and home ownership and what that looks like. Then I have mistakes. Go over six or seven mistakes that home buyers will make and how you can help them save money. And then at the end is the close is obviously to book an appointment uh, with the lender to get it approved for the mortgage is a big one. So if you look at this, um, I'll answer some questions before we go to the next one. How do we set up texting campaign for your business? What would be a drip campaign? So the texting campaign, Terrell, I'll be completely honest with you. I have a tech team. I am not a tech person. I have no idea. So I actually, so that there's a company that I hired to do this first time home buyer. And I'll put it in the, I'll put it in here right now. If anybody wants to, if anybody wants to book and find out more information from them, but I, I honestly paid somebody to do this all. Um, I'm giving you guys the version that if you want to try it on your own, you can, but there is a company that will do it for you. Um, the texting campaign, I'm just not a tech person. So I actually had to pay somebody cause I'm not, I don't know how to do it. Um, if you can, if you're ta and there's a lot of people on here that are extremely tech savvy. So, you know, they can set up with high level, they can set up texting notifications and stuff like that, or you can try to learn it on your own. Um, I'm just not sure if it works. So, uh, do you have a Q and a, so yeah, Lisa, I have a Q and a section during the first time home buyer webinar. I always have a Q and a at the end. Uh, and then what it does is it builds rapport. So you'll notice that whenever you do a Q and a and you do a Q and a at the end, you're building rapport with your audience. So as soon as I say, Hey guys, you want to want those that want to book a call with, uh, with Josh to find out what they can get pre-approved for, here's the link. So then I put a drop a link in there and then they have a link and then they start signing up and then we can see the signups as they come in. And then what ends up happening though, is that we have a Q and a for half an hour. 50% of our signups come in during the Q and a. So as soon as we like put, we like space is limited. We don't have a lot of space, which is true. It's like space is limited. So, you know, come in and have a look. So then they book, but then what ends up happening is that during the Q and a for 30 minutes, you always see people coming in because they're starting to feel more comfortable with you. You're they're They're, they're asking you questions. You're responding. So all that stuff is absolutely huge. So yes, absolutely. It's a must. That's a must. Jeremy, how can we take the same approach for sellers? So I know this company is working on a seller's campaign. The truth is it's really expensive. Like to get a seller lead is like 40 or 50 bucks a lead. And then they don't show up very often. The truth is the data that I'm, that I've gotten from this company and I haven't run it myself personally. So everybody on here, um, again, I have not done this. They want me to be now that I'm back home. They want me to beta test it, which I will. So I'll have feedback on if this works in about a month or two. Um, but my, my understanding is right now that they're really expensive. You spend like five, six, 700 bucks and you get like eight or nine leads, maybe two or three people show, but normally one person is fairly serious. So I think it can still work. It's just on a different scale. But Jeremy and Tiffany and anybody else on here, if I can crack this code with this, because I'm going to start trying it here in the next couple, probably middle of June, I'll do another presentation on it and I'll talk about how it could work for sellers. But 
I just don't, uh, I don't want to commit to that right now. Cause if I haven't tried something, I don't want to say it's going to work. I just know that they have tried it. Then I'm going to try it personally and we'll see how it can go. Uh, what did you do? <laughs> Lisa, that's a, that's a funny question. And of course you would ask that. Uh, what would they do? What, what would you do if they ask a question? You don't know the answer to, I can just picture me doing one of these and that some shark testing the waters. So I haven't had very many, and I know I've been around for a while. I haven't had anything that's caught me off guard or been like, whoa, the honest truth is you can just say, you want to know what, let me get your, I, like, you'll have their name private message and be like, I'm not a hundred percent sure. So here's the thing. If you're going to get asked questions for the new agents on here, don't know answer. Don't fucking bullshit the answer ever, ever bullshit the answer. Cause it's going to come back to bite you. What I would say is like, I'm pretty sure I know that, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. Let me make a couple calls and get back to you. Cause I don't want to give you misinformation. That's it. Right. You don't be like, if you really don't know, you phrase it as like, you phrase it as you don't, you're not a hundred percent sure. Not that you don't know. It's just that you're not a hundred percent sure. And I think that's the best way for new agents to phrase anything is I'm pretty sure I know the answer to this, but I'm not a hundred percent sure. And I don't want to give you the wrong information. Let me make a couple quick calls and get back to you. Very simple. You're not saying you don't know, even if you're fucking clueless, even if you're like, I basically somebody asked you a question in Greek and you don't know what it is. Still just put on the front that I'm pretty sure I know, but let me make sure. Because then it doesn't seem like you don't know. It seems like you're just checking to make sure you're getting them the, the right information. So hopefully that helped. Okay. Uh, no, that's that's a secondary slide. I already did that one. So what to present. So I kind of talk about, again, six mistakes to avoid um, to avoid and save up to 50000 when buying your first home. So ignoring the first-time home buyer incentive that's in Canada, uh, not getting a pre-approval. So these are the, some of the mistakes that I talk about. You guys can talk about whatever mistakes you want. Using your bank, um, buying directly from a builder. Those are some, some major things that, uh, that, I, that I talk about. Skipping a home inspection and skipping a condo doc review. So those are, those are some of the things that kind of I go over. Uh, I'll wait here. I'm going to answer some of these questions. So I'm actually, Jeremy, it actually kind of talks about this here. Give me one second. Uh, Jeremy asks, what's the language for your clothes? Uh, Jeremy, can you elaborate a little bit more on that? I'm going to talk to talk to you about how I get people to sign up. So maybe this will answer it because it does say the clothes here. So this is probably the slide you were looking for. <laughs> so basically in the clothes, I have a clear call to action. Um, whenever I'm talking to them, I, after I'm done my presentation, I say, look, the next steps, I say, Hey, the next steps is to book a consultation call to address any additional questions. So it's like, Hey guys, click the link below. Kind of like I gave, so here, here's the link. So I'll give you an example of what I, what we do. It's like, Hey everybody, I hope that was a great information for you. Now what I'm going to do, and just so you know, I'm putting the link below into the company if you want to get more information, but I just put a link in our chat, click the link here. Yeah, this is what I'm doing. So click the link here to set up an appointment with my mortgage broker. Now, it's absolutely free. There's no obligation. The mortgage broker is going to go through financing. Now, the reason why I'm not going to be on that call is because there's some private information that he's going to want to know that you guys are going to share. Now, he's going to go in and he's going to show you how much you can get approved for. So then I pull up a calculator 
I assume like on the screen, we have a different one. And I talk about exactly like exactly you come in here. It's like, Hey, here's how much you make. Here's how much you can afford. This is some of the information they're going to go over. Then I really talk highly about my mortgage broker. He's one of the best mortgage brokers in the country, blah, blah, blah. The whole time people are clicking this link to book in his calendar. So that's part of the close. So that's what I do originally. Whenever I come in after the presentation, I come in and I talk about it and I put the link in there so people can book the link. Then I start the Q&A. So like after I do all this stuff, like post the links to your calendar, go over the process, how to book everything in there. Then I go over the Q&A. Now the Q&A is just anything. It's like, all right, guys, we're going to open up to questions. What do you have? So then they're asking questions the whole time for about 30 minutes. Sometimes it's 45. They're asking questions. Now, every five or six minutes, I just keep posting it like this. I'll post the link again with a verbiage. Hey, guys, I know you're super excited. Click here. So you're always reminding your audience to click. And again, 50% of your signups are done through your Q&A. If you have a great Q&A, you're going to get more people to sign up, way more people. And you talk to people, like you can see their names. It's like, hey, hey, Lisa, did you have any questions about today? Or, hey, Jeremy, what are you thinking? Like, hey, did you have any questions about this stuff? Like call so people feel like you're paying attention to them. There is an art form to this. It's not just present and be like, okay, thanks. I'm really good at them because I sucked at the beginning and I had to see what worked. And then my numbers got up and then I had came, came with different ideas. And then that's a big part of it is, the Q&A is the most important part of this whole thing, to be completely honest, because that's where you're building a ton of rapport. Uh, Camille asked, thank you, John. Uh, will there be a replay of this uh, that we could share? Yeah, there's always a replay sent out. Uh, replay sent out, uh, I think, same day or maybe the day after. And it's I think the link's good for 48 hours. But yes, there is. But for those of you that want questions on it, uh, it again, just click that link in there and then you can talk to the company. I know they have, um, I know they have a month. I think you can pay for it monthly now. I don't, I'm not hundred percent sure how it works to be honest with you guys. Um, the course is, the course is about five grand, but most people split it with their lender. But I know now I think they've gone to a monthly payment plan of like seven or 800 bucks or something. So it's less expensive. And then you close the first deal and pay it off. I honestly don't know, but if you have any questions in there, Feel free to go to them again. I've made seven hundred thousand. It was the best five grand I ever spent. I made seven hundred thousand dollars from it, and I, but it's probably more because I've already got referrals from some people. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that's just people that have gone to my webinar. Let alone first time home buyers breed first time home buyers because they talk about it. So when you have a first time home buyer, then they're going to tell their friend, "Oh, you got to use this person." So it's almost like a it's almost like a funnel in its own. Uh, so are they scheduling on Calendly with you or your lender? Jeremy, they are 100% scheduling with my lender. This is how I've set it up, which again, frees up more time for me. Oh, Tiffany asked, what was the best 5,000 spent? So it, to get this program, the course is about five grand. Um, the the first time homebuyer seminar, they set up everything for you. They do all the automations. They have training. They have a one-on-one -on -one person. And I'll talk a little bit about it at the end. Um, but this is the company that that I use to, to do mine. And they went from, I used to get 20 people on my webinars when I was doing them on my own to over a hundred by paying them to do this because I didn't know what I was doing. So my mortgage broker paid for half. I paid for half. So I only had to invest 2,500 bucks. And then uh, 
like I, again, I've made 700, six or $700,000 from it. So that's the best ROI for anything in my career I've ever had. But yeah, the lender gets every single, um, every single booked call, Jeremy. And the reason why I do that is because I don't want to talk to them if they're not approved. Then my lender sends them to me when they're pre-approved, which is amazing. But Jeremy, what I do is if there's 30 people on the call, 30 people on the webinar, and let's say 10 people book, those 20 people that didn't book, the next day I'm I'm following up on them. Uh, Tiffany, the link's in here. So I'll send the link again. The link that I keep posting in here, guys, is the link for that company. Um, so you can go in there and just book with one of their uh one of their sales guys. Um, it, it might be booked out because there's a, you know, there's always a ton of people on here. So, um, if it, it may be booked out, there might not be room. If there's not, just let me know. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll text one of the guys that I know there. So again, I, I really want to, I, I really want to make this super important for you guys to know this when you're doing this. And I know I've said it a couple of times, but this is the way to become very, very successful at these. I choose not to do anything with them. And I'm not saying that's the right answer. If I have 60 people that sign up and 30 people show up and 10 of them book a meeting with my mortgage broker, those 20 that showed up and know who I am, the very next day that I do a webinar from nine in the morning till 11, I schedule my follow-up to call the 20 people that came on and didn't book to find out why. And it's a very simple question because there's some more people that have come in for the last little bit. All I ask them is, hey, it's Brad Vandewall from the first time mobile seminar last night. They're always like, oh, my God, that was such great information. Thank you so much for taking the time. It's like, great. You know, I noticed you didn't book a meeting with me. I was just wondering, are you looking to buy in the next three to six months? No, I'm not. Okay, great. What's preventing you? I don't have a job and I don't have a down payment. Okay, great. You know what? I hope you got a lot of information. I'm here for you when you're ready. Next. I'll never call that person again. That's how I choose to do my business. You do it your own way. Um, and then there's still those 30 people that didn't show up. Now, the great part about this program is that the people that I buy, cause they're very tech savvy is the 30 people that didn't show up. They get emails for your next one and texts saying like, Hey, you didn't make it. You should come to the next one. So like they have a whole automated system that you don't have to think about. And you have one-on-one -on -one training with a trainer the whole time. And then you have support the full time from this. So it's not like one of those courses that you buy where it's like, you buy a course and then you're left alone. You literally have one-on-one -on -one training the whole time through this. There is, I, I know that some of their oldest clients are probably in their mid to late sixties and they can figure it out. Like if you're not tech savvy, that's okay. They literally walk you through everything, set up everything for you. You do not have to think anyway. So that that's great. So that's again, what I do, but there's still those 30 leads that didn't show up that you could call. I choose not to call them because if you're not serious enough to show up for a webinar that sends you five emails and six texts or whatever it is, you're probably not serious enough to buy a house. So I choose not to waste my time with them. But if you have a team or if you have different people, maybe in an office or whatever, if you want to be like, hey, I have 30 leads, you can call them all if you want. They want it to come to my first time uh, home buyer webinar. And if anything closes from it, I want 25%. And you know what I mean? Like you could probably... The odd person might close one and then all your ad spend is free. You can get as creative as you want with it. You're in control because you're the one that has the leads. So the follow-up's important. Have a great CRM and follow-up system. Um, top priority is following up with anyone that wants to buy in the next three months. 
Um, obviously, you know, some people like some people fill out a survey and they don't want to buy for six to 12. I still call them, but it's I make sure I call that wants to buy immediately in the next three months. Obviously, leverage your lender to help you with a follow up. Um, some prospects will be six to 12 months down the line, and that's OK, because you need to build your pipeline anyway. So you still want to make sure to call all those people. So three tips to crush your live webinar. One, spend the time developing a great presentation. Um, that's a big part of it. Your goal is to educate and provide as much value as possible. This is going to become your single most important asset. So it's huge. Like getting your presentation down is huge. Practice with past clients, family, whatever it is. Make sure that you do a couple dry runs before you go live. Uh, two, leverage your lender. I know I've said it a lot, but it's a big part of it. Not only will they be able to cover some of the advertising costs, but they'll also be able to add value to your presentation and convert your leads into pre-approved, ready-to-go buyers. And number three is practice, practice, practice. Obviously, if you want to get the better you are at it, the more people are going to sign up. The more people that sign up uh, to, to booking with your more, a lender, if that's how you want to do it, the more deals you're going to get done. So it's about practice. Um, and I do have videos. I think I have some videos that I've done that people can watch <clears throat> that are interested in doing it. I'd have to find them, but I think I, I have some. So that's a big part of it. So that's really, that's really it in a nutshell. Um, and I'll kind of, you know, like this, I'll kind of ask, ask, uh, see what kind of questions you guys have. Uh, what have you found to be the best time of day to hold these webinars to the highest attendance? I always do mine Wednesdays at seven Wednesdays or Thursdays. I've found at 7.30 PM, whatever your local time is. People have done dinner. Uh, you know, a lot of times, you know, it's the kids can be asleep if they're that young. So I, I would say that it's uh, for sure. Seven, seven 30 PM is normally whenever we run ours. Then you're done by nine. You can bump it up to seven if you want. Seven, seven thirty doesn't really matter, but definitely Wednesday and Thursday nights. Monday's a shit show. Everybody's back. Tuesday, people, you know, get over the hump on Wednesday and Thursday. So, uh, you're welcome, Tanvir. Hope you're well, buddy. I haven't talked to you in a bit. Hope you're good. Uh, Paul, how far in advance do you start advertising on Facebook? Only a week. Only a week. Maybe even, maybe even five days. Not a long time. Like I, I honestly don't remember it's been two and a half years since I've gone through the, the training and done everything, but I think that they set it up for about a week. Nice, Tiffany. Yeah. So then you'll kill it, right? So Tiffany naturally can kind of come in if she's an instructor in college, that's fantastic. That's huge. So I think that that's a big part of it is, you know, what are you looking to do and then what are you looking to accomplish? And if, if you're that comfortable, that's awesome. There isn't. That's a challenge is, is there a way to target people who may be qualified buyers in Facebook? There's not. Now, I know this company is getting creative. I know this company is getting super creative on um, trying to find lookalike audiences and stuff. Again, this is way, way beyond my level, but they're looking at finding ways to target better quality buyers. Yes. I don't, I don't know of the way, but I know they're trying to figure it out. 
Uh, is there a way to target people? No, I don't have that. How far out do you allow scheduling and Calendly? Honestly, like a week. Because after a week, people, I, I try to do a week if I can. Um, but then sometimes it fills up. Like we, we were so busy at some point, we'd have to go two weeks out just because there physically wasn't enough time slots. Like there was times when we first started this, we were crushing it. We were getting like 20 to 30 appointments a week. It was absurd. It was too busy, to be honest. We lost a lot of deals. Uh, I've done two. Yeah, Tanvi, I've done two so far. Still fine-tuning. I'm at $10 per day for about two weeks. What's the best CRM that you use at eXp? We get access to KB Core. Do those third-party lead generation companies integrate leads into KB Core CRM? So this company uses high level. Uh, they won't use KB Core. Uh, I'm with the XP too. So like, I don't, I don't use KB core. Um, they use high level because of the automation high level allows the texting, the voicemail drops. If you want to do like high levels, the CRM that you use for this, um, because of its automation, KB core can't do a 10th of what, of what uh, high level can do. So that's the CRM that they use for this because of all the automations behind the scenes. Yeah, Tanvir, my budget's 500 bucks a week. Just so you know. Uh, Lisa, lookalike audience, what is that? I don't even really know. I just know they talk about it. I think that what they do is they find like, like nurses, doctors, like a bunch of people. And then they, they somehow Facebook can, they, they see what tendencies they have. You have like a thousand people that are the similar, that are similar. Then what Facebook can do is they have a lookalike audience and they'll take those thousand people. And then they try to find people like these people because these people are qualified. That's basically the simplest version of how I understand it. Way above my pay grade, by the way. I don't even know. I, I think that's about what it is. Somebody privately asked me for the link. So here's the link again, guys. For the people that want to maybe talk to the company about it, see what that looks like. Give me one sec. Brad, do, do you make money referring us to this company? Uh, yeah, of course I do. It's, I bought into the company a long time ago. So uh, I believe so much in this company that I bought into it. And that's how, like, it's a, it's amazing because it's a, I help them create it. I help them produce it. We have a 98% satisfaction rate right now. Let that sink in. 98% of people that get this program make money from it. It's absurd. So, you know, but... I think that why it was important for me to be a part of this is because you get a real estate agent's point of view. It's not a marketing company. I'm like, guys, I'm fucking useless with technology. I need somebody to walk my hand through this. So that's why you have one-on-one -on -one coaching the whole time. You have a, like anybody that's taken the program that's on here. I've never had anybody put actual effort into it, true effort and not make money. Never. The 2% of people, they honestly just sucked. So that was a big part of it too, truthfully. So yeah, I started the company with this. And I wanted to gear it towards real estate agents so you can go and make money. Like imagine closing one more deal a month from this even, you know, that's, that's a lot, that's a lot more money. Even if you just do one, like I do five to six, but imagine just one is crazy. 
okay, Tiffany has 500 per week or 2K per month. And what are your close rates? So again, basically for every 10 appointments I get, I close one to two people, depending. So if you get, you know, $500 that week gets you, basically $500, if you're doing it right, should get you a lead, a, a done deal. It, it's normally about how that works. If you have the proper follow-up too, keep in mind, there's very many factors in this, but if you're do this properly, every week you should, if you can get 10 to 12 people that book an appointment with you, one of them will buy within the next three months is what we've found over the last two years. No, Tiffany, you're good. I'm a numbers person too. Makes sense. See, look at David. David comes in here and I don't like, I'm, I'm not sure, David, maybe we have spoken. My memory's dog shit. Uh, but like he did his first webinar last month, had 115 registrants, 49 show ups, booked 17 appointments. And I have, I have three pre-approvals. So that's, that's pretty, those numbers are awesome. Right. And it is different in different parts of the country. Right. Like truthfully, there's some parts of the country that aren't as good as others because the leads are higher. There's a bunch of different things, but everybody makes money that does this properly. Some people just make less because of where they live, but there's some people like Atlanta, Georgia, that's a license to print money. Wow. You can get a shit ton of people on there for not very much money. Uh, are your, are your leads all first time buyers or people that are interested in hearing in the webinar info? They're all first-time home buyers. Uh, well, I don't know. The, the ones that show up have all been first-time home buyers that want to learn how to get into a home. So that's a big part of it is, is wanting to come in and getting into that. So they want to learn how to buy a home. They want to learn what that looks like. Um, so they're all, almost all of them are first-time home buyers. Now I do, like I do investor ones too, and you can branch out and do other ones, but uh, definitely kind of get your feet feet wet on that. And the market's changing. Like, Here's the thing, Let, it's gonna slowly become more of a buyer's market in a lot of people's opinion. So if that's the case, aren't you gonna wanna want buyers? So for the people that are like, well, I don't really wanna work with buyers yet, but when the market shifts, let's say it takes six months, I don't know, whatever it is, 12 months, don't you want a handful or two handfuls or a shit ton of buyers? Because then you're gonna be the one that's in control. Think about where the market's going, not where it's at right now. If you think that it's a buyer's market, which I do, and it's going to be one in the next six to 12 months, Start getting buyers now because some aren't ready for six months. So you're doing the work now. So when the market's changing, you're the one that's in control because you have the buyers. So. And some markets are tough for sure. Some markets are tough to work with first time buyers. Absolutely. Like if you're in San Francisco, that's probably a pretty tough city to pull this off. In. <laughs> First time home buyer, like what's the average house there? Toronto, also difficult, right? But there's still first time home buyers out there that are still buying. I'll put the link in here again. Somebody asked. You can go through the comments, guys, but I'll just make it easy. That's a link for the company. Again, they come in, they train you on everything. Oh, I know, it's all good. Yeah, lots of people have 
Lots of people, there's, they're in markets where it's challenging for first-time home buyers. Yeah, Toronto's pretty gross, but Toronto's market is in, I don't know if it's in trouble, but it's going down and it's completely different. I work with hundreds of agents in the GTA and they're like, they haven't seen anything like this in a while. Well, guys, I don't know if Jeff. Yeah, exactly. 900 grand. That's so gross. I have a buyer just going to contract you when Hog Wildlands opted. Oh, my God. All right, guys, do you have any others? It's my first time back. Um, I don't even know what next week's training is. I should, but I don't. Uh, might be. Somebody asked, most of the first-time home buyers get in touch with two to three realtors. They talk to you. They talk with other realtors. How to deal with the situation. So the truth is, if you're the one that they, if they make talk to other different real estate agents, you won't find that they do that with this program because they come here. And I guess that whatever you're putting on this presentation, you're the authority figure. They've listened to you for an hour and a half. They're not really looking for another real estate agent at that point because you built a rapport with them. The reason why first-time home buyers go to different agents and call and do this because they don't have a rapport yet. In most cases, they don't have a rapport yet. So why I love this program too is they know who you are. When you call them, they know who you are. Uh, you've built a rapport and just show them as much value as you can. Thank you, Lisa. Leonard, what's up? Yeah, buyer's rep agreement. We have we have training on buyer rep agreements too uh, that we have. You know, I do. We get buyer's agreements via Zoom. Check out my YouTube channel. Um, hold on. Oh, there's my YouTube channel. Yeah, so for you guys, maybe they're new, follow me on YouTube. Uh, this this training's not really on there, but I have like first basically how to get uh, and subscribe on it too so you can get it automated. I have, I'm going to be interviewing like four to five agents a month that do anywhere from 25 to 2,000 um, deals and how they do it. So make sure to stick with that too. So follow me on YouTube because I'm going to keep posting them. Starting in July, you're probably going to get three or four uh, videos a week, but you can go back and check out my trainings on like how to get a, how to get a buyer's agreement, uh, via zoom. So, you know, you asked what to do to make them work with you. And I, we show how to get a buyer's agreement via zoom. Uh, so that's great training that can help you too. Um, Caitlin, uh, I'm just going to ask again. Um, let me check here. Yeah. Caitlin, I'm going to ask you again, how small is the city? So that's my YouTube channel. For those of you that want some training that don't know, I have a YouTube channel. Uh, I have 308 videos on there already, I think, when I looked last. So make sure you have that. And then, <laughs> that's funny. I've been posting the wrong thing. That's hilarious. Here's for the course. I actually was posting my YouTube thing. <laughs> so the second one is my YouTube because you can see it says YouTube. And then the other one is for the course. Yeah, sure. Go ahead. Lisa. I still have five more minutes and then I got to get off because I have a 10 o'clock after being away for a month. My life is a dumpster fire. 
I had a client come to town from a few hours away to look at properties. She's selling 800K home from there. I sent the buyer rep doc and she ignored. Okay. Did you talk to her about the buyer's rep? And how did you position it? Ah, uh, I see. Um, uh, just call me, Lisa, or Facebook me, and then I'll call you this afternoon. That one, I want to dive into that one a little bit more. Okay, yeah, definitely just call me. Uh, if you, I think you have my number. Just text me, and then I'll call you probably in a few hours. But just text me or Facebook me, and then I'll, uh, I'll get, I want to see exactly what that looks like, so. All right. Well, if there's no other questions, uh, it's nice to be back. Everybody, thanks for coming next week. I don't know what it is. I got to get my shit together because I've been gone for a bit. So <laughs> I was gone for a month, Lisa. I wasn't, I was in, as most people know, I was in Europe for a month with my wife. And uh, so I don't have dog pictures yet because I just got back. So there will be, don't worry. <laughs>